Hello everyone, how are you all doing? It is history, tea time, history chat live. There we go, of a Wednesday, how are you? Um, today we're gonna have a little meander through history. So last week was pretty intense. We were talking about the princes in the tower and the new evidence and how much new evidence it really is. Oh, my microphone's looking rather in the way, isn't it? Um, excuse me if I'm ruffling at the moment. Um, or rustling either way. So let's have a more meandering chat today. You can let me know in the comments. I will be taking more notice of the comments this week. I mentioned last week, if I mentioned, if I took too much notice, I might um, go off track. But let me know this week, what did you think of last week? If you've watched, what did you think of the documentary, the podcast that, uh, that um, uh, Philippa Langley did uh, with, um, with Matt Lewis? the Gone Medieval podcast and of course if you've read the book as well let me know what you uh what you think of that but uh, it's not going to be the only thing we talk about today because I think the last two lives I've done were dedicated to the princes in the tower but you might want to discuss it if you do pop it in the comments and we will have a little discussion hello everyone I can see people joining from all over the world thank you so much and um, good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you are um Lena last week was absolutely amazing and fascinating Thank you very much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. There were actually, afterwards, I thought, oh, there was a few more points I wanted to make, um, actually, about it, uh, which, let me just say before I forget, Nathan Armin, who we had on, I think I did mention last week, he's going to be on HAD in a few weeks' time. Now, Nathan was the only, uh, if you like, dissenting voice in that documentary, and he was actually apparently someone fed back. He was completely cut out of the um, PBS version. So actually, if you were watching in the states last Saturday, no, it was did it go live last Saturday? Um, he um, he wasn't even in it. So, mm. but yes. Yeah, so, so if you didn't see um, my analysis of that last week, and you would like to know uh, my thoughts, I'm trying to get the. Uh, things up on Instagram so sorry um then uh, then please feel free to go back we can discuss little bits of them today Lottie Rose thank you so much for my badge that is very very kind so I am uh oh Marianne said yep no Nathan so uh join us for had in a few weeks time to see uh to see Nathan and get his take on it as well one of the things I didn't mention last week and I'm going to mention it now because it's not really the right time but I'm I don't want to forget is that I had the impression from that documentary that all of those pieces of evidence had been discovered by um, by this research team of volunteers, which Philippa Langley had sort of asked for and people had come forward for. Um, and as I understand it, at least three of the four pieces of evidence were already known about. And I think that's very disingenuous. That actually makes me quite annoyed. Um, uh, I, I don't think that's fair on anyone, in, you know, the listening audience, the watching audience, historians, especially people who've actually written about those pieces of evidence before. But anyway, that's where Nathan comes in because a lot of it, apparently he's already covered in his book, which is another one I must read. <laughs> we all must read more books. And, uh, so yes, I wanted to mention that before I forgot, but, um, it, it, it is great for chatting about, isn't it? It's a very good topic for chatting about. I've really enjoyed it. Um, it's got me, like I said last week, out of my sick bed. 
All right, I've got my tea. Has anyone else got their tea? I have my tea. Um, but yes, I am Lottie Rose. You started me off. Thank you. I'm streaming live on Instagram, on uh, Facebook and YouTube. And if you'd like to support me so that I can be here every week, despite, oh, I don't even want to talk about it, my surgery. But anyway, um, then um, you can buy me badges on Instagram. You can buy me super chats on YouTube. You can buy me stars on Facebook. Uh but the way I would love you to support me is to join my Patreon, which lots of you here are already part of my Patreon. I love it. Thank you so much. It's patreon.com forward slash British history. And uh, it's £5 a month and you get a lot more back. We've got book club, book club coming up. Falling over my words already. Um, that was postponed because of my accident. Um, but we are having it on the 10th of December. We are discussing Leander Delisle's The Sisters Who Would Be Queen, uh, all about the Grey Sisters. Um, so we all know about Lady Jane Grey, probably know a little bit less about Catherine, possibly know not, not nothing at all about Mary. All in here. And it, a very different, oh, I think to before I read it, insight into Elizabeth I, how she treated the Grey Sisters, who were legitimate, uh, you know, like they were in the legitimate line for the throne and how she treats them um, is eye-opening, let's say. Alina, thank you so much. I am feeling uh, probably as you'd expect. Um, I'm I'm okay. I'm glad to be working. Um, and... Uh, yeah, but so thank you very much for for joining me. This all this all very much helps me. Um, yeah. So if you want to though, come on to book club and discuss Leander Delisle's book with us. Then we are meeting now. It was postponed, so we're now meeting on the tenth of December. So that's what week on Sunday. It's seven o'clock UK time to try and get as many people in as possible. Um, and um, uh. Yeah, so anyway, if you want to join us. And then the books behind me, you can't see on Instagram. Um, we've got, uh, 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 that's Helen Carr's um, uh, book on John of Gaunt, The Red Prince. Uh, Elfrida, which is Elfrith, actually, by Elizabeth Norton. Um, Margaret Beaufort uh, by Dr. Nicola Tallis. The Palace by Gareth Russell. Tracy Borman's uh, Anne Boleyn and Elizabeth I. And um, Julia Fox and uh, Julia... Fox and John Guy, I can't think of it. They're, they're married, but they are different surnames, um, Hunting the Falcon. They are next year's uh, 2024's book clubs, book club choices. So these are the books we'll be um, discussing next year in book club as well. So, um, <laughs> Melissa, last week was an absolute tour de force of evaluating historical evidence, critical thinking, brava. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, I know, you know, there's, 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 people who've put there's lots of commentaries on 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 this uh, evidence that's been put forward so I know you know it's probably nothing in what I said that's particularly um uh unique of course but um yeah it's it was I do find it interesting I do I do get concerned with mm, with whether mm, narratives are put across for you know that people want to believe, and um, um, Emma said earlier. Uh, you know, you who doesn't want to believe that the boys survived? Absolutely, who doesn't want to believe that the boys weren't killed? True, um, but I just I I think the leaps 
in the evidence were uh, huge from what it was showing to what the conclusions were from it. And also, I, I really, really don't like present people presenting evidence as if it's new and as if they found it when it was already known about. And that 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 concerns me. And I think it should be highlighted that that was the fact. So anyway, but yes, please keep commenting and let me know what you thought about it. Um, Ali said, I watched the English and American version of the documentary. And even though uh, Nathan was cut from the American one, it was much more balanced and Tracy had a larger role. Oh, right. that's interesting. So Tracy was in it more. Maybe they go for who they think you'll know as well in different countries. Oh, that's interesting. So, um, The other thing that's come up a lot in the aftermath of that, so a lot of my, a lot, it's less than it was, but the comments about the DNA. Now, I know we've discussed the DNA, the DNA testing of the bones in Westminster Abbey. I, and my thoughts on it are, um, why, genuinely, why are we wanting to know? Um, it's, it's, it's not a cold case that has, it's not like a modern day cold case where there's been a crime and the victim's still around or the victim's families are still around and we're trying to find the perpetrator. This is, it's for curiosity's sake. And then since then I have um, listened to another uh, commentary uh, or an article actually on uh, how those bones were discovered in Charles II's reign, uh, how they were excavated so there's a few problems scientifically, as far as I understand it, with DNA testing the bones. So I have an issue with it morally. Um, I've made that clear. I, I, but from a scientific point of view, or sorry, and one of those objections is that I don't think it will tell us anything. Um, or it certainly won't. It, it certainly isn't the, 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 the final piece of evidence which tells us exactly what happened and who did it. It just doesn't. Um, so um, I, uh, but yeah, so um, I forgot where I was going to with that. Um, Lottie Rose, I do think they focused on certain areas which presented it in a certain way, which when you look at the bigger picture, you start to notice the cracks. Yeah, there, there were, there were, there were cracks. Um, and everyone does really want to believe that they survived. That is absolutely true. Alina says, I found the documentary quite interesting about how historical evidence is gathered and something uh, in which needs to be looked at deeply. But as someone said, we don't have the evidence. So, yeah, so the, so the DNA bit, sorry, it was what I was saying about, wasn't it? The, the contamination of the bones when they were uh, found would be quite high. You know, whether the DNA survived, I don't know, but the contamination is supposed to have been quite high. So I think there's a lot of scientific issues with DNA testing the bones, even without the moral arguments against it. So um, so there you go. There you go. Uh, we spoke about Tracy there. Now, I want to mention, because I don't think, because of last week we were talking about the Prince in the Tower, I, I only briefly mentioned that we'd just finished the Tudors Online History Festival. And I did say that I would let you know if you haven't, if you didn't come to that, but you now would like, you know, you'd like to get your hands on those talks, as well as the speaker. Um, oh, Amanda, yeah, also the contamination for when they're examined in the 1930s, of course, yes. So... <sighs> 
you know, it's 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 do- I I personally think it's dodgy on the scientific front and it's dodgy on the moral front. It uh, and I don't I just genuinely don't think it would give us the answers that 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 we're looking for. It's like, oh, there's this argument going on. Well, they'll just DNA test the bones and we'll have the answer. Eh. No, we won't. We just won't. Mike says DNA test of John Evans remains would be possibly more beneficial. Perhaps because they've they're not they've been undis- they've been undisturbed as far as we know. Um John Evans was I thought that was suspicious that he was missing from the documentary and in the podcast it was now it might there might be more on it in the book I don't know but why when it was the big news a year ago that actually Edward V had been buried as John Evans um in Devon I, I said Somerset last week in Devon uh in, in, in a church in Coldridge um why was that not mentioned in in the documentary um briefly mentioned in the podcast as sort of oh yeah he survived stoke but he was badly injured so he went and lived out his days in devon why why what (laughs) that is not that is not a good conclusion and actually you haven't even proven that he was at the battle of stoke field so then to say oh well from then he went to this place um I was listening. I listened listened to a book about the Anglo Saxons from Mark Morris, and he's he's uh, at the moment, and he was talking about the the uh, King Arthur, the legend of King Arthur, and you know you can't disprove that he existed, but you can't prove that he existed. So you could say, "Well, you believe in Arthur," he said, but it's 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 akin to saying that this missing thousand piece jigsaw was definitely a jigsaw of a steam train because one of the pieces that that survived uh, is of a puff of smoke. And I feel like that's very much, that that could be used as an analogy for this, um, like I say, supposed new evidence, but we'll get into that with Nathan on History After Dark in a couple of weeks time. History After Dark tonight is with Gareth Russell. So 8.15 tonight, we're only on YouTube now, History um, After Dark, if you look for us. Or if you go to our story on Instagram, there is a link. But we have Gareth Russell joining us tonight to talk about his book about uh, on the palace, which you can actually see behind me. Mm. Um, you can't on Instagram, it's blurred out. But the palace, about Hampton Court Palace. So he's on History After Dark tonight. Next week, we have Julian Humphreys, who is flipping hilarious so he's coming on his draft to dark next week and the week after will be nathan uh we will be poking that ricardian bear with uh with self-acclaimed tudor propagandist <laughs> i think his tongue is firmly in his cheek when he says that uh he will be joining us the week after so um yeah melissa yeah no i have no Melissa says i have no moral objections to testing human bones i think it's up to the descendants or non-descendants the problem is it's 600 years. There is no descendant now that could say, I'm happy for that. And it to be, you know, this is not someone's live, uh, relative that they remember. Um, but also then it, it, I, I, okay. So I will say this once more and then I will leave it. But my, my thing, I think it's curiosity. You know, we're looking at it for curiosity's sake. What are we solving? What are we actually solving and why? Um, and therefore, who else's bones would you like to dig up and have a look at? Um, 
I I actually am in favour of slippery slope ar- arguments. I know some people say, oh, I don't like slippery slope arguments. If you're going to set a precedent, you've set the precedent. So, um, Melissa, yes, I should have mentioned David Starkey. He did shred the uh, up the John evidence, John Evans evidence. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, and it's a brilliant YouTube video. And I, I did watch that before I did mine. So thank you for for mentioning him because I really must, uh, I really should have mentioned him when I did that. Um, Angie, Judge Rinder, it felt like a farce. Yeah, Judge Rinder is, um, they made him out to be very, um, I don't know, he, he is a, he's a celebrity. That's what he is, what, you know, that's, that's what, and he's lovely. He's a lovely man, but that is, that is what he is um a celebrity judge amy says someone said if they agree to dna test the ones of the princes that there's there's another king in westminster they don't exactly know if it's him that means people would start demanding dna testing yeah i think they would i think they would and there's limitations to dna testing it's not a it's not a dna test and we have absolute answers um apparently again this is science that i'm you know, on the periphery of. Maybe we'll get someone on to talk about it. Um, so it's great though, isn't it? Isn't it such a fabulous, I, I really do. And I have to say, I really do, like I love the fact that it started a conversation and I do love the methodology of getting um, people looking in local archives. Like I said last week, I think that was brilliant. I think there must be, there is so much in archives that no one knows about that I think that, I mean, imagine if, but imagine if you went into an archive with no expectation of what you're looking for or what you might find because, and have, so have a complete open mind. I think that would be the, the things that could be found. I'm going to, I think I might go into my local one. I've been, I, I did go into Worcester's uh, archive, um, uh, not the cathedral, the actual archive in the in the library, and there was something about tea, and I thought I wasn't looking for something about tea. I was actually looking at for somebody's house history. I was doing a house provenance report, and um, uh, and I saw this thing about tea, and I thought, oh, I'll come back and have a look at that, and I never did. So I I, I think I uh, I think I'll do that. Um, uh, where are we? So um, um. Da, 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 da. Marianne Rosie accuracy drops off dramatically after six generations the DNA that's very interesting you see so this is other yeah there's, there's all the science bit as well that's um the half-life of DNA is 521 years we might be too late we might be too late it also wouldn't tell us well it would tell us when I suppose it would tell us they died as children if it was them of course um <laughs> which I wonder who's now in favour of not testing, who was in favour of testing before. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, but yeah, I've mentioned there Tracy, I've mentioned there um, Gareth, both of those amazing people and historians were involved in the Tudors Online History Festival, which we had weekend before uh, last. So I didn't mention it too much um, last week because we were talking about the princes in the tower. But I can tell you now where you can get hold of those talks. So if you if you weren't if you were there, if so, if you had a ticket, you've got access to the talks through the Eventbrite um, page. If you weren't there and you feel like you sh- really should have 
but you should have come along. You should have come along <laughs> and listen to the talks. I have actually packaged them up and you can get hold of them on buymeacoffee.com forward slash Philippa. So P-H-I-L-I-P-P-A. That's my, that's my buy me a coffee. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Philippa, P-H-I-L-I-P-P-A. And you can get hold of the package of talks from, from the Tudors Online History Festival. You can also get hold of the package of talks from the Georgians, which was we had in the spring, and the Stuarts from last autumn. They're all packaged up and they're, um, they're £22 on buy me a coffee. Or if you want to grab your ticket for the Stuarts 2024, so we have the Stuarts return Basically, the Stuarts are returning for the next online history festival in uh, in March, 22nd to the 24th of March. Um, they Then you can get those talks as a bundle added on for £18. So they're, they're £4 cheaper. And there are some early birds tickets for that online history festival. It's the stuarts2024.eventbrite.co.uk. Let me just check I've got that right. Um, and um, uh, you can, so yeah, so you can either add it. Yeah, that's right. So the stuarts2024.eventbrite.co.uk and um, you can get an early bird ticket. I think there's 15 or something um, uh, early bird tickets left. They're 18 pounds. They go up to 21 when all of those have gone. If you're a member of my Patreon, you get them for 18 pounds whenever you buy it. Like I say, though, you can add on this bundle of talks from any of the uh, previous online history festivals if you want to. Um, other things that are available. So you might have seen, I know we're a little bit past it now, but the history is fascinating. Armistice Day, the Gareth Russell um, did a, a, an interview with me about the origins of the um, commemoration uh, that, that happens around. I don't know. To call it it's not a celebration it is it is a commemoration and the pageantry and all that that goes around armistice day the way it was built up the uh significance of it how it was decided what happened um and uh, anyway so that's available on youtube and on the podcast if you want to listen so you can listen to this and you can listen to all the interviews on the podcast um i'm on spotify and apple podcasts and probably loads of other places but there i know are the main ones and if you want uh, a notification when those go live if you sign up to my substack um which i'm forgetting all my links today substack um what am i on substack that's another philippa one um, I will let you know in a minute. Then um, you get a notification as soon as I have put new um, uh, new things up. So it's substack.com forward slash Philippa B. So substack.com forward slash Philippa B. That's free as well. Um, so, yeah. So what else have we got? Um, I would have looked towards seeing if any comments were ever made by Sir John. Oh, Sir John, excuse me. Sir John Don close friend of the Dowager Duchess and stepdaughter and courtier of, at Edward IV's court who would have seen the princes growing up. Yeah, it's like th there's other things missing. One of the things that I, um, yeah, so there's, there's things there's things missing that you just thought would be there. A lot more accounting records. I liked the idea that they went to the accounting records. That's not new. That's how a lot of the, um, a lot of things are put together. I think I mentioned last week, Simon Thurley, 
mentions that he uh, he uses accounts for county records a lot to find out how things were built, who was living there, how it was used. Um, Helen um, Castor, I remember when she was talking about she, her book, when she was looking at um, the murder of Edward II in Barclay Castle, she had account, you know, the account book, how many eggs, I remember definitely how many eggs, um, she's talking about how many eggs were being used, uh, were being bought in. So accounting records, uh, progresses, they're told by way of account, accounting records. It's always follow the money, isn't it? It's always follow the money. It's follow the money today. And that was, um, so that, that it, it was good. They went to them. That's not particularly uh, unusual. Um, but yeah, you'd have thought there'd be more. These boys needed paying for not just the arms for when they are going to um, invade or try and take back the throne, but to feed them, to clothe them, to house them. Um, and they would be on the continent. So they would be out of the out of the um, grasp of the, of the grips of Henry VII and his destruction of documents. I also don't know how you can say which documents were destroyed if they're destroyed. That's a bit odd. You can say there have been some things have been destroyed, but you don't know what's been destroyed unless there's another copy of it somewhere, which we don't have because it's been destroyed. Very circular. Um, so Beverly says the bones would tell us if they were children when they died. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. We would know if they if there's any chance that they lived to adulthood. Um, I just don't know um, if the science is 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 able to actually do it. Um, history lover says I love how accounting records are evidence in history I freaking love that and probably the most boring records like if you were looking at someone's accounting records today unless it was something juicy I suppose it'd be like god this is boring and then you're like oh they had they had 30 eggs a day <laughs> that, that's really interesting what she was looking 500 years ago or more oh my god look how many oxen they ate brilliant um Amy Edward's sister hadn't seen one of her nephews since he was seven so how is her ID credible when she even knows what he looks like so yeah so um this is um Margaret of Burgundy isn't it the sister of Edward the fourth and Richard the third uh and I I didn't actually know that she saw him at seven um when she was married and moved to the continent I think was the year I did write this down for last week. I haven't got it now, but it's like the he was a baby. It was like the year after he was born, or he might not have even been born. I think she might have gone. Well, and and he was born after she'd gone. So she must, unless she came back. I don't know how she would ever have seen Edward, and certainly hadn't seen Richard. And this idea that oh well, they, they they've got birthmarks on. I think I spoke about that last week, um, and one on his thigh that only his family would know. Why would his family know that? What? Why? They haven't been in the country for years, but they know about a secret birthmark on his thigh because they presented him at court once and said, if he's ever, if his identity is ever disputed, remember this birthmark on his thigh. Oh, Marianne, Margaret came to England when he was in 1470. So, yes, so he'd have been seven. He was born in, uh, was he born in 1470 or 1473? Either way. Um, but, yeah, so there you go. Mike said, yeah, met him at Simon House with Edward IV. Yeah, but it was definitely within her interest to say that he was um, 
he was uh anyway he was her nephew um so if a document is mentioned in another document and it can't be found destruction pops to the top of the list yes so uh, that was my challenge, actually, to the person who challenged me. I don't know. I don't know the answer, by the way. I'm, I'm just saying, if you're going to say, boom, that document, this proof that they that they continued to live and they were paid for, that proof has been destroyed. That in itself is not proof that it's been destroyed, because <laughs> you can't say what's been destroyed. You know, is and, and if it is referenced somewhere else. Cool. What what is it that we're actually missing? Not just Henry the Seventh destroyed loads of documents. What documents then? If you're so sure, then you must. You know. Do you know what I mean? There's the, the, cool. Tell, let's let's. I mean, I'm interested. I'm really really interested. I, like I said last week, I have no skin in the game. By the way, I don't care whether it's Richard the Third who did it or Henry the Seventh who did it or or the plague that killed them. Doesn't I? Doesn't I? Don't I? Don't have. I'm not wedded to a side on this I don't think anyone I don't think it's useful to be in fact I think it's detrimental to be that in history if you've wedded yourself to an outcome to um you can't you can't look at the nuance you can't look at someone in all their all their shades of gray um you, you it's if you're trying to say somebody is um if you're trying to put across their character as either all bad or all good. It's just not, I don't think it's possible. Um, um, Manda says, I honestly don't think they'd be successful pulling, un, uh, sorry, usable DNA from the prince's remains, the conditions the bones were found in. Yeah, moisture, oxygen, um, and bone is the hardest substance to pull from. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think... Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping that argument is just slowly going to to fall away because, and the the idea that Richard, that um, excuse me, that uh, King Charles III, the moment he gets on the throne, that his top priority is going to be saying that the princes in the tower bones need examining. It's like I think, I think he might have a bit else on. I know wit's very important to us, but I'm not sure it's top of his priorities. Um, yeah. Anyway, so so I mentioned I'm reading the book Mark Morris's book about the Anglo-Saxons. Fascinating, by the way, because it is messy. The formation of England, the England that, that um, William of Normandy, Duke William of Normandy, comes over and um, uh, takes over, is built over like seven, eight hundred years. It's it's fascinating. Anyway, so Mark Morris's Anglo-Saxon book, I would thoroughly recommend. Um, yes, Jenna, I think we just need to accept that we will never actually know what happened to them. Absolutely. By the way, we don't actually know what happened to a lot of people and a lot of things. We weren't there. And even if we were there, we would disagree because we disagree now on what's happening all over the place now. Um, I'm obviously reading The Sisters Who Would Be Queen by Leander Delisle, ready for book club. And the other thing I've been very lucky, I'm going to put, um, I've been very lucky to get hold of, and I'm going to put some things in Patreon about this. So again, if you want to, um, Mark Morris, Marianne, yeah. Um, I think it's M-A-R-C, Mark. It's about M-A-R-C for him. Um, uh, I'm going to put something in Patreon about this. I'll tell you about it in a second. Um, 
again, I'd love you to join me on my Patreon. Five pounds a month, cancel any time, no hard feelings. Um, and it means I can give a lot back to you. So let me tell you what I'll be putting in. Oh, and this links to my next interview, which luckily I did before my accident. So that's um, that's coming up and ready to uh, roll out um, in a couple of weeks' time with Leslie Smith. Leslie Smith is a medical historian. Um, um, she's a curator of Tutbury Castle uh, in Staffordshire. She is uh, an, she's an incredible historian. She does... Um, uh, how would I put it? I've got an interview with her about how she puts together her characters. Um, History Lover, how do we join the, the book club? Yes, oh, sorry, on Patreon. So members of my Patreon, the book club is within my Patreon. So patreon.com forward slash British history. And if you join that, then you're automatically part of book club um, because that's where it is. <laughs> uh, and we have, we have, um, we have lots of fun in there. It's lovely because the book club is, um, we do it on uh, video call on a zoom we actually get to meet each other which is lovely um amy even if dna is done and it shows that they're the that they are the princes someone will say it's fabricated because people love to disagree <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they do oh well it's fun um right so I will be, uh, like I say, writing something in uh, Patreon about this. So these are articles uh, which um, Leslie Smith has written. Sorry, I was saying, yes, Mike, sorry, thank you for uh, reminding me. So she portrays, uh, I think, it's like 30 or so different female characters from history, uh, right from Boudicca, uh, she does Elizabeth I, she does Mary Queen of Scots, um, she does Nell Gwynn, uh, right through to Margaret Thatcher. And if you're interested, there is an interview with her on my podcast on and also on YouTube uh, where she talks about how she puts these, how she sort of prepares for these performances. And it's not, it's not genuinely not how I thought she would do it. Uh, I, I was completely blown away when she she told me how she prepares for those um, for those performances. But she is, like I say, a medical historian. I'm trying to find where it says exactly so I can explain to you. But anyway, in of the 16th century, uh, women's health particularly, and um, and she has written um, about well, the ones that I'm going to be talking about, because contraception in the 16th century, brilliant, lots of it. But interesting, Mary Queen of Scots, this is a very interesting article because she goes into the timings of the miscarriage that Mary Queen of Scots has with the twins at Lockleven. So this is after, um, uh, this is after Darnley has, uh, so Lord Darnley, her second husband, has been murdered in, in Kirkerfield's where he's staying explodes, but then he's found in the garden, um, murdered. And Mary is, uh, the story goes that she is abducted by Boswell, that he forces himself on her and therefore she has to marry him. She then is, they then have the, um, the battle of Carberry Hill, which they lose. He flees, she uh, flees to England and 
that is the beginning of her sort of 19 years incarceration, which ultimately ends in her execution at Fotheringham Castle. But before that, she's at Lockleaven Castle and she is forced to abdicate in favour of her infant son, James. And while she's in captivity there, she uh, miscarries twins. And this article that Leslie has written goes into um, the evidence for the timings, basically, of that pregnancy. And therefore, how likely it is that she conceived when she said she conceived. It's very interesting. It's, it's called, uh, Melissa, Mary, Queen of Scots, The Daughter of Debate. Um, but it's in the, um, uh, 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 I don't know how you would say this. It's in the Family Planning Reproductive Healthcare Journal. So the Journal for Family Planning and Reproductive Healthcare in 2008. So this is why I'm going to put it into, I, I'm not going to, um, I'm just going to discuss it in Patreon. So if you want to know more about that and, and how she comes to those conclusions, then um, then I will be popping um, a, a short article into Patreon based on that. But the other thing coming up with Leslie is I actually went up to Tutbury Castle, actually the day of my accident, um, and recorded a interview with her about women's health in the 16th century, um, you know, from all sorts, how they dealt with periods, how they dealt with the menopause, how they dealt with pregnancy, birth, everything else. Um, and it was absolutely fascinating. So in a couple of weeks' time, that will go live. I haven't um, sorted out the date yet, but if you're a member of my Patreon, you uh, will get that a week early. Uh, it was a little bit last-minute organized so I'm sorry I didn't get to ask you for your questions which I would normally do I'd normally ask patrons for their questions for people I'm interviewing um but um but you'll enjoy the interview nonetheless so so yes we've got the armistice day uh, video um available oh the other one I've put available is Blenheim Palace virtual tour of Blenheim Palace that was originally um put together for patrons patrons who that I've produce exclusive um content for that is exclusive for at least 12 months but the virtual tour of Blenheim Palace is now over the 12 months so I have released that for general viewage so if you want to see that that is on my um YouTube channel as well so um before I leave you to your day um I have I just wanted to um I've forgotten to let you know who we've got already planned in for the Stuart's Return Online History Festival. Gareth Russell is coming back again. He, um, he's His research for the palace at, well, and other books has given him such a fabulous insight into some of the Stuart history, some of the queens, and he will be doing a talk on one of the queens. Julian Humphreys will be talking about Charles II's escape, which was epic, epic. Can't wait for that. Phil Downing is going to be talking about the gunpowder plot. So Phil is, um, he's the house manager at Harvington Hall. They do big thing about the gunpowder plot uh, because, of course, it was recusant Catholics um, who was who were behind that. He's going to be doing a talk um, on that. And Andrea Zuvich, who is 
has a fabulous book about sex and scandal at the Stuart Court, and she will be um, she will be doing a talk. So we're we're in the process of securing uh, uh, some more speakers, but they are definite so far. So, like I say, if you get in now, if you're a patron, you're please follow the link via Patreon because they will um, uh, you'll always get discounted tickets. But even if you're not a member of my Patreon, there are some early bird tickets left for that. You can go to the Stuarts 2024eventbritecouk and get your and nab your ticket. You can add on to your ticket talk bundles for the Stuarts Online uh, History Festival from last uh, autumn, the Georgians from last spring and the Tudors. If you want one or all of them, you can add those on for an extra £18. If you just want those standalone, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Philippa and you can also get those there without needing a ticket to the next online history festival. They're just slightly more money. Everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this little meander today. Um, Thank you for supporting me in my return to work. Um, My hand, um, Melissa, is, I, I did actually have to have, I hope no one, right, if anyone's eating, maybe switch me off now. Um, I did have to have the top of my left finger amputated after the accident. So I'm in a bit of pain emotionally, like what the hell? <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so it's a bit hard to, um, it's, it's hard to come to terms with, but I'm getting there. This helps. So I really appreciate you being here. I appreciate your support. Um, I love talking to you. I love doing this. So it's fabulous. So thank you ever so much for uh, all the well wishes as well that people have sent me over the last um, few weeks. It's very much appreciated. Um, but for now, oh well, I hopefully I'll see you on History After Dark tonight with Garrus. So me, Katrina Marchant, Catherine Brooks, uh, no, Ibbotson, she changed her name. Sorry. Sorry, Catherine. <laughs> um, we will be, so Gareth Russell will be joining us tonight to talk about the palace and probably anything else that comes up as well. It will be hilarious, that's for sure. So I hope, you've, I hope to see you there. Otherwise, I will see you back here next week, same time. If you have any suggestions for topics you'd like me to cover on these lives, please let me know because sometimes I just have a mind blank and I'm not quite sure what to cover. So um, I'm happy to take suggestions. If there's something I can cover, then I will do it. All right, everyone, um, I'll leave you be for your day and hopefully see you this evening. All right, see you soon. Bye-bye.